We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So in a move that makes a whole lot of sense for the Ravens, Baltimore has now reportedly signed free agent pass rusher Jason Pierre-Paul as of Thursday afternoon. Yeah, the 33-year-old confirmed the move in a text to NFL reporter Josina Anderson. We'll discuss the surprising details of his one-year contract and what it means for Baltimore's defense. I'm Bobby Trossett with Sarah Ellison. It's Friday, September 23rd, and this is your morning Ravens vault. Safety Kyle Hamilton experienced his first rookie moments in the NFL on Sunday against Miami. He held himself accountable and detailed how he plans to bounce back. Plus, the Ravens had perfect attendance at practice on Thursday. We'll update you on the statuses of Marlon Humphrey, Devin DuVernay, and more. We have all of that and more coming up. Thank you for waking up with The Morning Vault, which is now on YouTube, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, so after much speculation and conversation, the Ravens look to have some much-needed pass rush assistance on the way at last. Yes, Sarah, in a text sent to NFL reporter Josina Anderson, free agent Jason Pierre-Paul said he was joining the Ravens as of today, meaning yesterday, Thursday. At the time of this recording, this signing does remain unconfirmed by the team, but as we've discussed at length this week, Sarah, this move makes a whole lot of sense for Baltimore. Right. And Bobby, do we have any contract details out yet? Because I know, according to Over the Cap, the Ravens had $5.4 million in cap space prior to this reported signing. Yeah, so somewhat surprisingly, JPP and his camp were able to get a non-vet minimum deal from Eric DaCosta in the Ravens' front office. So that's somewhat unusual for an in-season acquisition, but given Baltimore's glaring need, the front office clearly made getting this done a priority. According to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, Pierre Paul and the Ravens agreed to terms on a one-year deal 
worth up to $5.5 million. Hmm. Well, we'll wait for the specifics to come out, but the key words there was up to. Baltimore likely gave JPP a nice signing bonus along with incentives for things like sacks, playing time, and other performance-based metrics to ensure he gets well above the minimum. So I guess the question now becomes, how long will JPP's ramp-up period last, and what are some realistic expectations for how he fits up front for Baltimore? Remember, he's 33 now and less than seven months removed from surgery to repair a rotator cuff tear. That nagging shoulder limited him to just 12 games in 2021. So while I don't think Baltimore would bring in a guy who isn't in shape, Sarah, I do think we should probably temper expectations for JPP's immediate impact, being that he doesn't have a training camp or preseason action under his belt. So Sarah, with all that said, if JPP can give Baltimore a fraction of what he gave to Tampa Bay pre-injury, that's a huge win for the Ravens as they patiently await both Tyus Bowser's and David Ajabo's return from their respective rehabs. And still to come here on The Vault, how Kyle Hamilton is handling his business after a welcome to the NFL kind of game in week two against the Dolphins. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So rookie Kyle Hamilton finally spoke Thursday afternoon from the Ravens locker room about two blown coverages in the loss to Miami. Sarah, how did he handle himself? Well, Bobby, he just straight up faced the music head on. He certainly didn't try to hide from his mistakes. But let's quickly take a step back and remind everyone what happened. There were back-to-back Tyreek Hill touchdowns in the fourth quarter that went for 48 and 60 yards. The two scores were obviously a big part of the Ravens' 21-point collapse. Now, on the 48-yarder, Hamilton simply lost track of Hill and left Marcus Peters with no inside help. And on the 60-yarder, Hamilton was just out of position near the line of scrimmage and wasn't there when corner Jalen Armour Davis passed Hill off in zone coverage where Hamilton was supposed to be. When asked about the two blown coverages, the Ravens' 14th overall pick didn't try to duck responsibility. I take everything seriously, especially stuff that has to do with football, for sure. Um, and you're obviously emotionally invested in it, and it emotionally sucks when you don't perform the standard that you or your teammates hold you up to. But um, take full responsibility for the mistakes that I made within the game, working on them this week. Uh, guys have been really uh, good in helping me get stuff fixed and uh, just hopefully get to improve on it. It's one of those things, like, when the ball's in the air, you're like, ah, like, yeah. 
and they, at this level, you know, people are going to take advantage of your mental errors and um, just got to cut down on those. Can't use being a rookie as a mistake because guys are trusting me to be in the right place at the right time. And I know it sucks to let coaches down, fans down, and family down, but most of all, my teammates, I'm with them every single day. And uh, to have mental errors and stuff like that is just uh, unacceptable. Just trying to clean it up. Yeah, he may be a rookie, but that was a pretty mature response. He didn't use the rookie label as an excuse and straight up said it was unacceptable. He said all the right things, Sarah. So where do we go from here? How does he go about actually correcting it in the game when pressure is on the line? And obviously the noise levels through the roof in Foxborough. Yeah, well, Hamilton said that the team has been emphasizing, quote, obnoxious communication. And then they always try to simulate crowd noise blasting through big speakers at practice. He was asked if he needs to adjust to the speed of the game at the NFL level. Here's his response. I wouldn't say it's necessarily the speed of the game. It's just the speed of my mind and itself and just slow things down in my head and uh, know what to do, know how to do it, just do it um, at the end of the day. And I feel like I'm improving on that every day I go out there. Obviously not perfect, not going to be perfect this weekend and won't be perfect five years from now. Just got to improve on that every single day and just try to get as close to perfect as I can. And what's nice, Bobby, is the team is really rallying around Hamilton. Instead of pointing fingers, the veterans are trying to boost him up as he learns. Yeah, I mean, they've all had these kind of moments in their careers. Marcus Williams spoke about that. I know we'll hear from him in just a bit. Every defensive back knows what this feels like. Yeah, exactly. Marcus Williams is the perfect guy to point to. He reiterated on Wednesday that he's been in Hamilton's shoes before. So if you've followed Williams' career you know that he has become a meme for his now infamous whiffed tackle on Stephon Diggs that has been dubbed the Minneapolis Miracle. His whiffed tackle knocked Williams's New Orleans team out of the playoffs. Now, fast forward five years, and Williams got a big payday from the Ravens and currently leads the entire NFL in interceptions. So he's the perfect guy to let Hamilton know that one game doesn't define him. Here's Williams. Man, I mean, we talk we talk all the time. It's not just just because you miss a play. We talk every every day. He, I mean, he's a good player. He comes out here ready to work every single week. And I mean, he okay, he made, made one one play. He didn't make it. Oh, oh well, now it's time to come back next week and go out there and, and ball. We trust him. We we see him every day working hard in the film room. I, I mean, I trust all those guys out there. We all trust each other. We lean on each other. That's why we're together, and it's all about the team. And speaking of the team, Sarah, Kyle Hamilton isn't the only player who made mistakes on Sunday. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. No doubt about that. And the entire unit knows it must improve. It absolutely cannot be ranked number 32 in pass defense for the second year in a row if they're going to accomplish their long-term goals. Here's defensive coordinator Mike McDonald on the topic. Bottom line, we didn't get the job done. You know, the second half, you look at it, just didn't didn't execute, didn't communicate and play to our standard. I mean, that's the bottom line. So, you know, but I am proud about that, how the guys responded. Um, we've had a great two days of practice. Um, message to the guys, hey, let's look inward. Let's take it on the chin. You know, let's just keep moving forward. So we got a long season, 15 more opportunities to, you know, to make it right and to make a statement and to show who we actually are as a, as a defense and as a unit. So I'm confident we'll do that. All right, Bobby, it's time for one more thorough practice report from Thursday as we head into the weekend. Sarah, if this is a sign of things to come for the Ravens, then they're in good shape. I'll just begin with that. But not one player was sidelined for practice Thursday. We're talking perfect attendance. 
Marlon Humphrey was back in action after missing Wednesday with that groin issue. And Devin Duvernay, he returned from concussion protocol, which is certainly a good sign for his availability come Sunday. We get way too excited for practice attendance, but that's just the reality of what the last year has been like. I know neither one of us were particularly concerned with Lamar Jackson's padded sleeve he was wearing during Wednesday's practice, but is there anything to report on after Thursday in that department? Yeah, there is, and it's only good news. Not only was Jackson a full participant, but the sleeve, the padded sleeve, was nowhere to be found. As number eight said himself this week, he's good to go, and he's going to be full speed ahead to Sunday. Now, Bobby, it feels like it's been a minute since we've discussed Ronnie Stanley. What's new with him? Yeah, well, he actually practiced on a Thursday for the first time in the regular season. Prior to this week, Sarah, he had only been out there on Wednesdays and Fridays. So slowly but surely, the big fella's workload is increasing little by little. Now, we'll likely see Patrick McCary start at left tackle again this weekend, but you get the feeling that Stanley's return could be imminent as he continues to make incremental progress moving forward. And before we jump to quick hits and share a classic soundbite from former Ravens wide receiver Steve Smith Sr., is there anything worth sharing on New England side of things when it comes to injuries and availability? Yeah, just a couple notes here. Both safety Kyle Duggar and wide receiver Jacoby Myers have not practiced all week, which definitely puts their status for Sunday in limbo, Sarah. All right, and before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with former Ravens wide receiver Steve Smith Sr., who is in vintage Agent 89 form working the sidelines for NFL Network on Thursday night's football broadcast of Steelers-Browns. I believe, Colleen, that you're on to something, because uh -huh. I believe that the Cleveland Browns are plenty... I'll are plenty you, fine. I'll tell you what, one of these boys, back back. One these boys hit me while I ain't in a uniform. They will not be playing tonight. Yeah. Uh, the Cleveland <laughs> Browns <laughs> tell you that. Are, are, are plenty comfortable with the weather here and this backfield and leaning on Nick this. Chubb. To be, we're, this is, uh, you can't get analysis like this, Colleen. You just, you can't buy it. Okay. Uh, well, they want me to come out of retirement. They don't want that. And elsewhere, Patriots outside linebacker Matthew Judon was asked about playing his former Ravens team this Sunday. He said, quote, it's no bad blood. It was all business. I still talk to a lot of guys on that team. After the game, I'm going to shake their hand and love on them. I always want nothing but the best for anyone over there. Close quote. And finally, everyone is getting in their picks for the Ravens Patriots showdown. I did a quick scan around the web, and I can tell you that the vast, vast majority of experts are predicting a Ravens win, just like Bobby and I are predicting. For a more in-depth preview of the game, along with our predictions, be sure to check that out. It's episode number 59. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. We can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And as of this month, the Ravens Vault podcast is now available on YouTube. Consider subscribing to our channel ahead of week three. All you have to do is simply search Ravens Vault podcast on YouTube. And that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back on Sunday with our instant reaction to Ravens Patriots. So be sure to follow along with us on Twitter for live in-game tweeting. Bobby is at Bobby Baltimore. 
And I'm at SG Ellison. As always, thank you for listening to the Raven's Vault. Raven's Vault.